The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, it has just been wild the past six, seven weeks. It seems for some of us, well, a lot of us, we're just having trouble keeping track of what day it is. And, and, if, and if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. Um, I call today Blur's Day, not Thursday. It's Blur's Day because that's what it feels like. Um, for some, it feels like time is flying. For others, it is just dragging by. But there's a reason for all of it. And to explain it all, we're happy to welcome Dr. Ann Wilson, uh, a psychology professor at Wilfrid Laurier University. Dr. Wilson, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how have you been doing through all of this? Is time flying for you or is it dragging? I think it's doing a little bit of both. There are times where it feels <laughs> like there's just way too much going on and time is really flying. But then, yeah, other times it seems like it just, uh, yeah, it just melts. Yeah, so you know what? I, I wake up on Monday morning, right? I'm working from home, have been now for two months. I, w- I, I, I wake up on Monday morning and I think, oh, I've got such a long week ahead. But then it just simply flies by. So why does it seem at times so long and then other times so short? Yeah, it seems like a phenomenon that a lot of people are experiencing and there's kind of two parts to it. So for some people, they feel like, individual days actually drag on more than they used to, right? This is probably especially true for people who are stuck at home with maybe fewer interesting and exciting activities that they're doing on a regular basis. A lot of their routines and rituals are disrupted. They don't have all of that stuff in their lives. But then when they look back on that same period of time, it seems like it just went by in a flash. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think about when we're going on vacation, your your first day there, you think, oh, I've got seven days ahead of me. And then you look back and then it's just, it's gone. Um, many of us are used to having things to do, right? You have your, you take the kids to practice, you have maybe, you know, meetings, you're, you've got a, a, a class of some sort to go to. How does not having those things impact our perception of time right now? Well, time, the way that we process it psychologically is pretty different than a clock or a calendar. Um, And so the current lockdown is really kind of a perfect storm of factors that cause us to really lose track of time. So part of it is because a lot of the way that we measure time day to day is based on those temporal landmarks, right? So we know that soccer is on Wednesday and this happens on Thursday and that sort of thing. And if those things are missing for us, then we really lose track of what day it is. Um, We also tend to measure how long a period of time it was by thinking about how many events can we remember from that period. Um, And if fewer distinctive events are happening, um, then just the actual period of time is going to feel a lot shorter. It feels like there's not really much that happened in there at all. It's interesting because you say, you know, fewer distinctive events are happening, but we are living right now in a very distinctive event. I wonder, you know, when we reflect back on it 20 years from now, what our perception of that time will be like. Yeah, that's a great question. So although the time that we're in right now feels funny, you can think about past 
and future as these really distinctive times from the present moment too. I know some of my students used to, at the end of the term after this started, they were calling the before times and the now, right? Those are the only two relevant things. Um, and I think that we'll probably think about that way too once we're in the after times. Um, I've been recommending to people that they even, you know, take a diary or, um, you know, maybe do a, a little photo journalism or something like that, something that will actually help them to record what's happening right now because it might feel kind of boring, but it's going to be a really meaningful and profound set of memories that we'll probably really be reflecting on and, and making meaning of for quite a long time in the future. And, and you know, I, I've heard that suggested by a number of people, and and I think that that is a really, really great idea. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I haven't been doing, but what I have been doing it on my on air side is I've kept track of every single thing, every announcement, everything that we've talked about from day one, and I and I hope someday to look back at that and go, oh wow, okay, that's what happened on that day. Not necessarily the personal stuff, which I probably should be doing a little bit more. Should we be, you know, maybe focusing a little bit more, maybe not just on, you know, keeping track in a diary or something like that, but maybe just finding something else to do, maybe do some painting at home, maybe uh, do some crafts, whatever it is to help fill that time a little bit more to make that time blur, less of a blur? Yeah, absolutely. So although there are a lot of kind of negative feelings that are associated with the sense of being a little bit restless and that sort of thing. Um, with a bit of a mindset shift and some deliberate choices about what you do with your days, uh, there can be actually a number of really positive things about this time for many people. So um, for those of us who find they, that we have more time on our hands, there's a concept called time affluence. That's basically the idea that, you know, if you feel like you have enough time to do the things that you want to do, mm-hmm. that's actually really associated with um, well-being. So people are happier if they feel like they have enough time. And if they feel like they're always short on time, they're always too busy, then that tends to really detract from their their overall sense of happiness. So if we actually take the time to really you know, stop and appreciate the fact that we have a little bit more time um, and then choose to engage in things that uh, make us happy, right? So engaging deliberately in hobbies, nurturing social connections, even if that's not physically uh, being close to people, we can do other things that are social. Um, Physical exercise, helping others, savoring small pleasures. These are all things that we know um, enhance people's well-being if they do them day to day. And they're all things that are pretty well within our reach even during this time period. And I suspect, as you know, the longer this goes on, the more important that becomes. Dr. Wilson, I guess, what impact does the fact that we really don't have a firm time of when things will be back to, quote, normal, whatever that is going to look like, um, what kind of impact does that have on us right now? Yeah, that's another way that it uh, actually warps our sense of time. So we know that when people um, know about when an endpoint is going to be, right? So if we know when our destination will get here, uh, it tends to make that time period feel shorter. But when our destination is ambiguous, when we're not sure when it's going to end, that can also contribute to the sense of it dragging on. Uh, People are also not all that happy when they feel uncertain about things. And so many of us really feel that way right now. There's not a lot we can do about that um, aside from just kind of accept that sometimes we we don't know exactly how it's all going to play out. 
Yeah, you know what? Very interesting, Dr. Wilson. It's one of those um, topics that people have been talking about. And so I, I thank you for, for joining us and, and, and shedding some light on it. I, I think that that is a, it's a fascinating perspective and maybe um, some good things to remember as we keep moving through about how to fill this time or maybe make it feel like it's not either just flying by or dragging by. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you. Yeah, that's Dr. Ann Wilson, a psychology professor at Wilfrid Laurier University. Have you been feeling that too? Like some days it's just like, oh, this is never going to end. It's just dragging on. And then other times it's like, my gosh, it was just, it was just Monday and now it's Friday. I just wish the weekends would slow down a little bit uh, right now. My goodness gracious. Um, regarding what I threw <laughs> out there... Um, I might have started something here when it comes to the hair. I told you that there's only one way that I would consider taking it right down to the silver at least. And it would be as if there were donations and it would go to a charity, but it would have to be a very large amount raised, you know. Um, looks like we're sitting at about... 2600 right now possibly but again i'm thinking it has to be big bucks and for me ugh, i don't know what that number would be you gotta understand i've had this i've had this mane of red hair for a very very long time but if the money was all going to charity it might be an idea let me think about it what that number be i think it'd have to be like 25 grand at least 25 grand at least or more. <laughs> but thank you. If you for all of you guys who are texting in pledging to donate if I take my hair right down. My hairdresser will be listening to this right now going, oh, what are you doing? And my husband is probably pulling his hair out right now as well. 